Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. We are talking about our Happy Healthy Strong tips of the week. So I'm just going to dive right in. You guys know the drill. This is our second rendition of doing this. And today for happy, I want to talk about something kind of interesting. And this is the idea of the more aware and aligned you are with yourself and what you want for yourself personally, I believe the happier you will be. So with this, something that a lot of us do not do enough of is sitting down and really deciding what we want in life. And what I mean by that is what are some of the beliefs that you hold and what are some of the values that you hold? Now, when I say this, a lot of times people will think, oh yeah, well, I value things like honesty and integrity and just kind of one-off these words and these one-liners that truly you haven't sat with and they don't actually resonate with you. They're not your words or your your true values and beliefs. It's something that someone else said that you thought sounded good and you thought to yourself, yeah, I believe that, but do you actually live by that? Are you doing something on a daily basis to pursue that, to chase that goal and to become someone who is honest or loyal or whatever it might be. So there's kind of like a a flow that I want to talk through. And everything that you do originates with a belief that you have. So your belief is really who you are. Your your beliefs and your values kind of hand in hand, but I be, I believe <laughs> that your beliefs orient what you value. When you know what you believe about something, in turn, you create values around that. So if I believe that I am a a child of God, that God created this earth in me for a purpose, that every life matters, that I deserve to have a flourishing life, my values are going to align with that. And a belief is something that you have confidence in the truth of. So let's sit, sit in that. What are things that you have confidence in the truth of? I listed some of mine. A value principles, standards, or what is important to you. So because I believe that every life on this earth matters, because I believe that I am a child of God, I therefore have values of, I want to live a life where I pursue wisdom. The principle of wisdom is important to me because wisdom allows me to learn, to have knowledge, to apply things in life, and to be more in in tune with God because I believe that God can give us wisdom and therefore I want more of that. So that is something I value in my personal life. I'm also going to value love. And I genuinely mean that because I believe that every life matters and I believe that I'm meant to love others as much as I love God. So therefore, love is going to allow me to empower other people. It's going to allow me to have mercy, to have passion for things I do, to be caring, to be kind. And as a coach, that's very important to me. So those are just some some quick examples of things I believe and things that I value. And I would recommend writing big lists of these and then narrowing it down more specifically 
to uh, just a, a few tenants that you can honestly try to practice daily and reflect on daily instead of having this big, long list of words. So for me, I, I kind of wrote out these principles or standards that I like, transparency as a value, wisdom, integrity, resolve, and love. So those are five values that I reflected on. But then I whittled those down to three things that I think kind of encompass all of that. And so making my values in life, love, wisdom, and resolve. And they kind of hit different areas where love is how I, I interact with others. It also ties in transparency, which is something I think is important, but I just decided that transparency is kind of a part of love where I can be genuine and humble and raw and honest and communicate well with others. And I can do that all through love. So I was able to wrap those together. I just talked about wisdom and then resolve for me has to do also with integrity. With resolve, I want to have courage. I want to be bold and be forward. I want to be consistent, my best, effective, to seek the truth, to be committed. Uh, and that helped me kind of whittle down these five principles or standards that are important to me and make them into my three main values that I want to live by, that I want to conduct my business by. And by doing that, even if you have a bad day or an off day, it's okay because you know what you're striving towards. And at the end of the day, at the very least, you can say, I walked in love today. I pursued wisdom today and I was resolved in the things that I was doing. It may have not gone perfect or exactly how I wanted it to, but those things really keep you grounded. And these are things that you should revisit often. They will change. They will adapt. But I truly believe that you can have a happier life if you have these things set in stone instead of just like, what's the point if we're just living and walking around and just doing things, if we don't have these guardrails or these guidelines to help direct us towards the, the goals that we have so we can live in alignment with the life that we want to create. So belief and values really are who you are. And I'm not going to dive into this today. Maybe this will be a, a, a next, next episode thing. But from there, it creates why you are. So that's your intention for life. And then it is how you do things, which are the attitudes that you kind of uh, have or hold, and then what you do, which are your actual behaviors. And so this just kind of goes down the line and creates this process of how you can, you look at, look at your daily life. So again, my, my beliefs are, are what do I believe? And that's who, that, that creates who you are. Your values, what do you value? That also is who you are. Your intentions, which is uh, really just why you are. Because I believe this and value this and that's who I am, I therefore have these intentions about life. And my intentions, as I talked about, you know, are how I want to serve my clients to the best that I can and love those in my life. Those are my intentions. And because of that, I believe and value certain things. And then how you go about things. If I value love, I probably want to have the attitude of openness, of being passionate, of gratitude, of being energetic towards others. Those are my, my style of living or the response, the things that I think and feel towards this world. And then your behaviors, that's going to be actually what I do. So if I say I value wisdom or love, if I want to be wise, I need to continue to learn. I need to swallow my pride. I need to pray. I need to stay near to God. If I want to love, I need to give, serve, set my ego aside. So you create these behaviors and it's just this trickle down effect, but it all starts with knowing who you are. And that is centered around what you believe and what you value. Our healthy tip 
is going to be about, um, it's actually, it's a more of kind of an action step. It's super simple, but too often we decide that there are a million things that we want to do. And true health is sustainable, consistent habits over a long period of time. And so my challenge to you, if you're listening to this today, is what is one thing, one thing you could do for 30 days, irregardless of any other habits or, or choices in your daily life? So that one thing could be move for 45 minutes every day. That one thing could be 100 ounces of water every day. Adam and I just talked about um, recapping our Rob Wolf podcast of protein, sleep, lifting weights, having enough electrolytes. Pick any of those. Have one gram per pound of lean mass or your body weight in protein each day for 30 days. Prioritize your sleep and get eight hours of restful sleep in bed, having a nighttime routine and a wind down routine for 30 days. Manage your stress. Have these self-care practices in place. You do deep breathing before you eat maybe, or you do some meditation time or multiple meditation times a day or some journaling or some gratitude exercises for 30 days. And that's it. Let that be enough. Focusing on one thing. We consistently do this one healthy thing. It will compound and it starts to just become normal. And then at the end of 30 days, you could continue that habit and add a new one. The issue is when we try to do multiple things at once, And therefore, after three or four days of doing these multiple things, we miss one of them, place value on ourselves as less than or as a slip up or as a failure, and then decide to stop, decide to just give it up altogether because we created or decided to do more than we were ready to from the front end. So with that, when you're deciding on this one thing, I would really take a hard look at your life and depending on what your goals are, thinking about our our happy tip also, depending on what you believe and what you value, what you value in life is going to definitely play into what healthy goal or habit you want to choose. If you don't value having uh, an athletic performance goal or achievement, then you maybe don't need to ascribe to six days of working out a week or, or, or every single day lifting weights. If you're someone that has more of a longevity goal, maybe the habit you choose is going to be more around something that's a lot more sustainable. Maybe you want to go for a two-hour walk every other day and an hour walk on the opposite days. And that's more of just overall health. It's not so much performance-centered. So make sure that whatever habit you choose isn't just because Adam and I have thrown out these habits. I will say that eating enough protein, prioritizing your sleep, lifting weights, which we'll talk about, and having enough electrolytes are good for any goal. Now, the exact amount, that's what's going to differ. And you have to decide that for yourself or ask for help and professionals to to guide you on that journey, which Adam and I are always welcome to talk to you about. You can always reach out to us. But you need to choose one thing and do that one thing consistently for 30 days to see what results you get. The last one, as I just alluded to, is your strong tip of the week. And for this week, what I want to talk about is the importance of laying out a training schedule. And I do say training because working out is much different than training. Working out is just going and getting a workout in. It's not having a goal. Training implies that you have an end goal in mind and you're going to set up a plan to achieve that end goal and to pursue that. Working out applies that you implies, sorry, that you show up and you just sweat. You work out. Both are fine depending on your goals. 
I am biased and believe that everyone should have a training plan because if you really dig down, everybody has something that they're striving for, even if they won't verbalize it to themselves, whether it's I want to lose my love handles or I want to be better at hiking, I want to improve my golf swing. That in and of itself will not happen as quickly as it could happen, but it will not happen as quickly as you would like or in an orderly fashion if you do not set up a training plan to achieve said goal. So generally speaking, if you're looking to set up a well-rounded training plan for, I would say for longevity, overall health and wellness, just being taking ownership of your health and living the, the best life that you can live without a specific goal in mind, at the minimum, you should be able to fit in two strength training sessions a week. So what do I mean by strength training sessions? This is a session that is biased towards not getting your heart rate up and sweating a ton, but instead towards building muscle. And there's many ways to do that, but weights of some kind, resistance of some kind will be involved. That resistance could be the barbell. That resistance could be kettlebells. It could be maces. It could be torpedoes. Some of this stuff may sound like gibberish. If you don't know what these implements are, that's okay. The point is it is an object, a piece of equipment that you use outside of yourself to test and challenge your body, to give your body resistance or load that your body must respond to, build more muscle mass does not mean you're going to get bulky or get huge. That takes another whole process and plan. A lot of people tend to be scared of weights, thinking that they see people on elite athletes. That is their job. They eat, sleep, and train to perform and therefore look the way they do. So it doesn't just happen overnight. No one just becomes ripped and rippled and washboard abs just because they strength train and push their bodies a little bit two times a week. So that's why I say to maintain strength, and to improve at the at the minimum, two times a week is plenty. I personally uh, do strength training three times a week. I used to do five, six, seven times a week, and that was a different goal. I had a performance goal in mind. I was competing in weightlifting. Now, looking for longevity for increasing my jujitsu abilities, that is currently the sport that I'm I'm focusing on and competing in, two to three times a week is enough for me. And I think that people often overdo it or think they need a lot more than they actually do need to maintain muscle mass, to increase their lean mass, to decrease their fat mass. And as we talked about lifting weights, honestly, being the fountain of youth, just all the different things it does for your body, your bone density, your human growth hormone, which tends to decrease as you age. And when that uh, decreases, insulin goes up and that's how we tend to actually get fatter. And so... It's all these factors that we don't even think about on a biological level that strength training can fight against so that we can be the, be the fountain of youth and age well and live well and not have to be worried about being retired and can we do the things we want to do? Is it going to be hard to travel and hike and explore and do these things now that I'm quote unquote older? Set yourself up for success now and prioritize weights and resistance training. With that being said, your body is multifaceted. You have many systems within the body and many energy systems to be trained. So with that, probably two times a week would be good to have some type of cardio component. And I would say, yeah, I would, I would split that. So think about long, slow distance, just even pumping of the heart, like a jog or a row or a bike or a hike or swimming 
or canoeing, anything where you are just moving cyclically or repetitively, monostructurally, as in one movement again and again and again and again, where your heart rate doesn't spike too much, it elevates and maintains. People could call that the fat burning zone. So having something like that at least once a week, I argue something like that should be every day and it doesn't need to be a super high spike. I go for a walk for an hour every single day. And to me, that is just the low hanging fruit that I always want to have as a tenant or something that is a part of my life. That could be your healthy tip that you choose or your healthy goal that you choose for 30 days. Go for a one hour walk every day. I would be a betting gal to say that you will lose weight doing that. If you currently don't walk at all or walk for 10 minutes a day, you walking for an hour a day, changing nothing else in your life for 30 days you will notice a difference in how you feel and how you look and how you are performing energy levels on your day-to-day life. So back to my point, strength training two times a week, some type of heart rate pumping two times a week, one being long, slow distance or LSD, they may call it, and the other being some type of interval where your heart rate is forced to spike and recover, spike and recover. That has to do with your heart rate variability. And the heart is a muscle that also needs to be stretched. So when I say stretched, I mean grown or challenged. So to be able to spike your heart rate and have it have the ability to perform for you, increase, get the blood where it needs to be, where it needs to get to so you can perform the task you want to perform and then also recover and work its way back down so that you can get back to a resting heart rate and not have your heart just beating out of your chest. So that's four days a week. Of, of different modalities and you kind of hit a little bit of everything. Then depending on your goals, you could sprinkle in more. You might want to do three strength training. So there, there's five days a week. Most people, I recommend, like if you're doing training days, five is really the maximum that most people can handle, especially because we do not often have our sleep in check or our stress in check. So I would start there. And on days six and seven, you could do a maybe prolonged non-exercise activity. That could be playing sports, some basketball, some uh, any anything outside, rollerblading, biking, hiking. Some of the stuff I already talked about for not for just like walking or um, not really getting your heart rate up super high and really you know sweating. Your intention of this day is more of an active recovery, which means I am moving, but I'm not overly stressing my body. And if you're questioning, is this a stress? It probably is. So you probably want to back it down a little bit. But you're just going to have to to learn yourself and figure out what works for you. And um, there are there are ways to do that. And there are devices that can help tell you how recovered you are. But I will talk about that on another episode. So just, just stay tuned there so that you can really hone in on this and create a plan for how you can create kind of your optimal training schedule. So strong tip of the week is to have a training schedule and write that down and commit to it and make sure that it's something that you are 90% sure that you can commit to. If you're 80% sure, that's 20% chance that you will not do it. And then we just, te- we, we prove to ourselves that we have fallen short or fallen or, or failed, fallen, that's not a word, or failed. And so you don't want to do that. Start error on the side of safety. And so if you want to start with two lifting sessions a week and walking every day, start there. Do that for a month. The next month, add in an additional day of high intensity cardio, just one. So there's three training days and the rest are walking or walking every day. Do that for a month. Then month three, you add in a long, slow distance, a little bit of heart rate elevation, a jog, a bike, something where the intention is training and do that. There you go. You have 90 days of progressive increase or growth in your habits. 
And then those habits hopefully are sustainable and they stick with you. And now you've changed. Now you're becoming more of the person you want to be. Relating back to our first tip of what can make you happy, you have to know what you value. And if you have a value of living a healthier, happier, stronger life, these are some of the tenets that you need to think about and implement. So I hope these happy, healthy, strong tips were helpful for you today. And I really challenge you to not just let this fall on idle ears and feel good after listening to it. Like, oh, that's a great idea and doing nothing with it. Go do something with it. We want you to own your health. Your body wants to heal and it wants to grow and it wants to adapt. And as long as you you water it, right, and intend to it, it will respond for you. And you can achieve these goals that maybe seem so far off. You just need to start somewhere. That's all we have for you today. If you have questions, want to chat, or are interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes, head over to Instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oakstrength. Together, we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness. If you like this episode, please share it with someone who wants to live happy, healthy, and strong. If you really liked it, subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.